Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. 720 WGN. Is social media killing our attention span? You know, we want to talk about kids and how much time they spend on their phone and how many hits they get, you know, every time they get an alert on their social media platforms. But we're all guilty of it. And it's probably been five, maybe six, seven years Oh, actually, it was coined in 2011, so 13 years ago, where the term popcorn brain started appearing. And it just refers to the tendency for our attention and focus to jump quickly from one thing to another, like popping corn kernels. It's just popping all the time. We thought we would reach out to somebody that knows a thing or about the, a thing or two or a lot, Dr. Will Cronwet, a psychiatrist at Northwestern. Thanks for joining us. Have you seen Happy it? Are, are adults having a hard time focusing because of social media? Well, I think I've seen it, and I think I may have even experienced it myself. But I, I think the answer to your question is absolutely. We can train our attention spans. And with the social media, what happens is we get a series of, of uh, reinforcing stimuli, these little triggers that make us feel, feel kind of good. And the, if you're scrolling through videos 30 seconds at a time or if you're getting uh, beeps on your phone, people sending you messages, every time you get one of those beeps or see, one of, see a video that you like, it makes you feel like you want to get the next one. And those things are coming fast and furious. And and because of our multitasking, I, I mean, it's not unusual for any of us to have the TV on, have the phone in our hand and, you know, be listening to a conversation from someone in our family. I feel like we now believe that we can multitask all day, every day. And I'm not sure we're doing everything well because we're pulled in so many directions. Well, I agree. And if, you, if you're if you doing what you're talking about, if you've got the phone in one hand and a screen or two up uh, on your computer in front of you and you're trying to do lots of stuff at once, some of it is probably entertaining. There might be a, a game on one screen and some of it is that spreadsheet that you have to work through. So it's this big mix of stuff and it's going off all the time. What becomes really difficult, so what happens is you sort of train yourself, you train your brain to be in that environment. And it may not be very healthy, but that's what you're training your brain to do. And then when you switch from that to a task that's much less reinforcing, like reading 100 pages of a novel, or just trying to turn everything off and focus just on that one spreadsheet that you have to get done, it feels really hard because you've trained your brain to be interrupted every 30 seconds. I have felt like this has been an issue with uh, the education of what, well, all right, I, I raised a boy who, you know, loved that action, loved that screen action, and then when you tell him to sit down and pay attention to a teacher pointing at a board... It's a little more difficult because it's part of who they are. They like that constant action. And I think it's happening to us as well. Is this adult ADD? Well, you know, it's an interesting question as to whether there's a public health approach to ADD. And I think there probably is. When I say a public health approach, that means that there's something that we can do to the environment on a, ma- on a wide scale that would lower the incidence of a particular disorder or disease. And I think that the answer to that is probably yes. I think that we are, we, with, with the, the stream of constant digital reinforcements, and by the way, I have to say it's not just social media. If you look at how fast the scene cuts are in superhero 
hero movies yes. and compare that to a classic like Citizen Kane, you'll see that the movies are, are, are fast-paced. The people who generate content know that the more stuff you throw out faster, the more of a, of a command you're going to have on people's attention. So we've trained ourselves for this. The public health approach to lengthening everybody's attention span would be to back off from things that are that constantly reinforcing. The problem is I'm not really sure that that's I, that's that's a lot to ask of people because there's there's a lot of money to be made and holding on to people's attention, and this is sort of where people where people are right now. But yes, I think that there are I think that that our attention span is probably being shortened by uh, the high pace of all of these uh, reinforcing things. And you talked about that dopamine hit. I was listening to John Williams. He does a show on our radio station, and he was talking about grayscale, how you can go into your phone and you can actually put grayscale on and when you look at your phone everything looks gray and dreary i'm embarrassed to say i only lasted about an hour before i was so uninterested in what was in my phone which is the point of grayscale but you don't get that immediate dopamine hit exactly or another thing that you might try doing is turn off the phone completely for two hours and sit in the nature preserve um that that's I, I I say that kind of in jest, but also not really. Um, that's the sort of thing being completely detached for a little while is the kind of thing that would help train an individual's attention span back to being a little bit longer. You can do the sort of activities, sort of sort of sequester yourself away from all of the interruptions. Um, again, it's it's hard to really ask that of people. I'm saying if you were to try this, this is probably what would happen. Your attention span would lengthen. But it's hard to ask that of people because, you know, I, I get nervous when I'm away from my phone. Right, right. And and I do that every day when I walk my dogs for 45 minutes, you know. I always yeah. think, all right, I'm going to leave my phone behind because I, I don't look at it. But you're right. It's a security device where you feel you you have to have it on you all of the time. But uh, Right, you, you you listen to all of the messages that come pinging in because you don't want to miss the one. And doctor, how do you know when it's not just popcorn brain or you're trying to multitask too often that it's not adult ADD or something that would require medical attention or maybe a pharmaceutical intervention? Yeah, boy, that's a complicated question. How much time do we have? <laughs> um, I would I would say that I would say that if you feel like your brain isn't giving you the kind of performance that you want and it feels to you really unhealthy then it's worth talking it over with a professional who can uh, ask enough questions to do an assessment and maybe set you up with some testing to let you know what they think is going on. And you talked about this being a public health concern. Do you think the fact that all of us are in this situation not all but a good majority with popcorn brain or, you know, moving too fast and consuming too much and expecting that next edit in the movie to happen instantly because you need that adrenaline rush. Is that going to lead to long-term mental health problems? Will that lead to dementia? Will it increase the risk of Alzheimer's? Is there any research on that? Yeah, I don't know that it, I don't know that there's any connection to to dementia, but I think that the I think that, that you could make a reasonable argument that our productivity would decline. That, that everybody just isn't going to be as capable as they could be, and that could lead to, on a national level, our productivity going down a little bit. And then on an individual scale, if an individual isn't able to use their brain the way they want, they're going to be frustrated and demoralized and maybe maybe upset and maybe lose, lose out on some opportunities. So I think those are the major, those are the major risks. 
I read a survey. They said half of parents believe their child is addicted to their smartphone. I would venture to say that half of adults are probably addicted to their smartphone as well. What suggestion, other than, you know, getting outside, enjoying a beautiful day like today, putting your phone down for a couple hours, any other suggestions you could share with us that might improve how we function in life and get out of that addiction to our cell phone? Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you some advice, but before I give you advice, let me say that I, I don't think that this is our fault in the sense. We don't we don't really it's not like you get an instruction manual on how to use your brain. The people that make this fast paced content that keep you scrolling and clicking and swiping, they they know this. They know what gets more people on their site. And so they build these tricks in to keep, you know, they, they send you the pings at just the right interval to keep you interested in that in that app. So they're very savvy about this and they know how to they know how to command your attention and grab it. And the individual consumer is just sort of, you know, not prepared for the onslaught of all of this. But let me let me here's my advice. Here's my advice. Um, when I recommend exercise, I always recommend doing something that you enjoy because it's kind of it feels like a chore to force yourself to do something that you don't find fun. So I think the same thing comes from unplugging. If you're going to unplug, if you're going to leave your device behind, you got to replace that activity with something. And I would say replace it with something that you personally find enjoyable. If you enjoy sitting in the nature park or walking your dogs or if you enjoy meditation or if you enjoy reading a book, whatever it is that that doesn't have that whatever activity you're going to replace your 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 smartphone life with make it be something that you personally enjoy doing or find some meaning in that'll help you continue it thank you so much for joining us more than happy to dr will Cronenwet, psychiatrist at northwestern take a deep breath put down your phone try and get outside especially on a day like today steve's news is next on 720 wgn Lisa Dent, WGN.